You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Grammar Podcast, presented to you by Flawless Noises Media Bill. I am one third of your host, Jeremy, aka Black Dante on Twitter, aka Nigga Ray Cyrus, aka Sir George Mormont, aka A Knight of the Old Town Road. And I'm joined by my friends and my co hosts. Hey, everybody, it's Candace. Uh, you know me as London's mom, and that you can find me on all social media is not so newlywed PC. I don't have any AKAs today. Just know that I have on my dragon pantaloons and um, quite a few of these uh, retarded folks. Yeah, I bust out my favorite word. It's going to get this work today. So kick it on over to the Beyonce of the group. What's up, guys? Curtis the Menace, a.k.a. Trillificent on all social media. A.k.a. today is Sunday and, it, and winter is endgame, okay? Mm. This, nice. this weekend has been a lot and it ain't over, okay? Mm. And we're going to get through this. I'm going to say real quick because I don't know what my friends have in store. But what I will say is I am still emotionally spent from Friday when I saw Endgame. Mm. And um, I'm going to have to get this nap before Thrones. But in the meantime, in between time, we have to do some dragging. But speaking of Thrones... Just a quick reminder, we are doing a Game of Thrones recap show on the Flawless Noises Media Network feed. So in your podcast app, if you go search for Flawless Noises, you really don't need to put the whole thing. And usually, I think it usually pops up if you just put Flawless Noises. Yeah. But when you see the feed with our uh, network logo, subscribe to that and you'll get... Uh, Flawless Thrones, you'll get whatever previews I put on there. And I just put the Captain Marvel review that we did on the portal from the Patreon on there. I just wanted to give a little teaser for what we're going to do on Endgame. We're not going to cover Endgame until closer to the end of May, give people plenty of chances to see it. I mean, we say we're being nice, and maybe that's Candace's intention, but really, I pushed it back because I want to see it a few times before we do it. <laughs> I mean, you know, y'all cool and everything. I appreciate y'all listening, but listen, I need time. <laughs> okay? Because it's not as easy because it's a three-hour movie, so it's like it's a little bit more to Complex. plan to see it multiple times. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's all the announcements. So we're going to start with the season finale of Married to Medicine, which I did not watch. So I'm going to defer to my illustrious co-hosts. Y'all take it away. Uh, this is going to be short and sweet. Yep. You can tell that this was a pilot season, eight episodes, some drama, but not enough to sustain really... a, whole, a whole season. Yeah, yeah a whole season. Uh, so we're just going to get right into it. It was really nice for Imani to be able to meet her sister and her nephew. Yes. And those daddy, the daddy jeans is some type of strong. I wonder what they dad look like because the nephew and her son look alike. Yes. 
So they yeah. they look just alike. Um, the sister is really sweet and she's fine. Okay. Good looking, mm -hmm. very pretty, but yes. Imani's not an ugly woman, so that goes without saying. Um, the only thing that pissed me off about that was the sister telling Imani the things the dad was saying while the dad is refusing to talk to Imani. How dare you? How dare you try to prop me up? How dare you talk about my girl's gonna get this right and blah blah blah? And then every time I reach out to you, you don't have any conversation for me. You need to pick a position and stay there. Right. Or get beat the fuck up. Well, yeah, that too. I mean, I don't know Imani, obviously. I don't know her sister. I, I don't know their family. I don't know their dad. But from what I am being presented, her dad is pretty trash. And I mean, for dads like that, I just feel that they need to be beat the fuck up. To be honest, let me interject real quick. It seems like the need to be beat the fuck up gene is hereditary. Because remember how Imani started this season, need her ass beat the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> must point, be in friend. the bloodline. <laughs> Listen. The Targaryens are getting beat the fuck up. <laughs> fair, yeah. fair deduced point, friend. But uh, but yeah, I agree. How I agree with Candace. How dare you? And hopefully, Imani, you know, again takes the advice of her mother, mother, and build on the relationship with your sister and her son. And you know, I mean, fuck your dad, Imani. Fuck that nigga. And that's that Pretty on that. Um. Uh... So speaking of a daddy that's in the doghouse, so Shanique's husband. <clears throat> yeah, which it cuts to like when Jasmine and Shanique are like at lunch. First of all, Jasmine deserves, I don't know what they've given them and married to medicine, but she deserves a more permanent role, not just like a support a role. Right, yeah. a friend of the show. Yeah, she deserves a full role. I actually like Jasmine on the show. Um, Shanique is crying, talk about I can't be superwoman and not this, that, and the third, and he don't understand, and I like having my independence, and that's all well and good. Trust me, it is. Um, but the sad truth when you marry to a doctor and not like a psychiatrist or a therapist, but a in the hospital doing rounds doctor is your career gonna take a backseat because his is just always gonna be busy and yeah now can um, now can he be more appreciative and understanding which we see it later in the episode absolutely but it does just by the nature of the job is gonna take a backseat just by the nature yeah. of the jobs but he ain't had to make that dry ass lasagna <laughs> Listen, he said that's that how you look like it ain't have no ricotta, no good mozzarella, nothing. It just looked like it looked like he used yellow cheese. Yes. I, he, when he said that was his signature di dish, I was like, I hope, I, well, you need to unsign it because that shit looked boo boo as fuck. Yeah, tell him, London. Was it Jamaican lasagna? <laughs> Jamaican me not, no, it was Jamaican me not want to eat it. That's what the fucking, <laughs> fucking look like. Jamaican me mad with this bullshit. Jamaican me throw up. I know. I know and he even came out there in that loose ass uh, probation Steve, suit. That Steve that Harvey suit, ass suit. That suit you wear when you got to stand before the judge to see how much probation you gonna get. Suit. Mm. Now nah, that's boy. The suit. That's that's the suit of niggas who who be late for court on purpose. <laughs> mm. that, was, that, was, 
That was that divorce. Everybody know a nigga like that who who will risk going back to jail because they late to their probation hearing. Mm -hmm. They Um, the the cousin that you don't talk to at the family. That's how that suit look. And Jasmine gave Shanique some words of advice. Stop trying to be Superwoman. That's a great theme for all. Stop trying to be Superwoman. You ain't got to do it all, especially if you marry. Start hold your husband accountable. Make him step up to the plate and do some things. Start saying no. I don't feel like cooking. Uh, we gonna bring somebody in to cook. We gonna order out. We gonna get some Uber Eats. We gonna get some DoorDash. I don't know, but they be eating people food, so be careful with that. But right, start saying no. Stop trying to be the end all, the be all, end all in the marriage. That shit sounds utterly fucking exhausting. Right. You work eight hours, come in talking about cooking. Who cooking? Who cooking? <laughs> the kind of money y'all bringing in. Sometimes you should be able to bring in somebody to cook dinner for y'all. Absolutely. I don't. He's talking about just quit your job. If you don't want to just quit your job, which is completely understandable, have some financial independence for yourself. But um, doing all the cooking, cleaning, sucking, fucking, caretaking. Kids off to school, doctor's appointment, dance recitals is one woman. That's too fucking much. Right. Or get a nanny. Shit, Jasmine got one and she only got one kid. Right. The nanny be coming over to the uh, Scarface house. (laughs) So that's like just a girl. Just get a uh, nanny. Get the help you need and quit all that motherfucking crying because we tired, baby. Right. Howard, but also to end as well, like you said, hold your husband accountable. And her husband, I forget his name, it really don't damn matter. Um, it looks like he's I hope what he his apology to her was sincere. I hope it was, and that he he not only she hold him accountable, but he takes some initiative himself to be better. I hope that happens. Um, but you know, I guess if they bring the season back, we'll see. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he kind of looked like a frog, so I wouldn't put it past him, but that's, you know, neither here nor there. Uh, Asha did all that motherfucking grandstanding to have two lines on Days of Our Lives. <laughs> girl on Days of Our Lives. And then it was funny because Dr. Noel was like, I know for the hundredth time you're doing Days of Our Lives. Uh, and then she go out and she shake the guy hand and like, oh, you're so awesome. Thanks for your support, blah, blah, blah. And then that was it. And I was just like, girl. You did I mean, all I got to start from the bottom. I just don't like Asha, so I'm being a hating-ass bitch. But she's a lying-ass bitch, so I feel like I could be a hating-ass bitch if she's going to be a lying-ass bitch and keep lying about not being a side bitch. So. A, um, lying, a lying bitch for two lines. It's kind of poetic, don't you think? It's what she deserves. Mm. Uh, but uh, we wish her the best of luck on her journey with conception and pregnancy. She and her husband really want to have a child. And, um, you know, she was she got a little discouraged when her period came. And I guess uh, on a more serious note, the one thing I will say to most women who are trying to conceive and they feel like it's just going to be a, a overnight process, like y'all going to fuck and then you're going to wake up pregnant um, it doesn't work like that. And when you before when you start to, when you get ready to go into the journey of wanting to conceive a child and carry a child, really need to do your research because it'll keep you from enduring that disappointment when that pregnancy test comes back negative the first or second or third or fourth time because it it's 
pregnancy is a big game of chance. Like you, most women ovulate for five to seven days. So you got to hope that you have sex and you strike gold one out of those five to seven days and Mm -hmm. that it takes. So you're not, you don't have fertility issues because you don't get pregnant the first one to three months of, you know, actively trying to conceive. They consider fertility issues women who have a problem conceiving after at least a year of trying nonstop. And that's like charting your your basal body temperature and, you know, figuring out when you're ovulating and making sure, you know, your, your husband has a good sperm counter, your partner has a good sperm counter, whatever the case may be. It's a lot that goes into it. So before you go beating yourself up and, you know, buying pregnancy tests after pregnancy tests after pregnancy tests, read up on it. Uh, and do your research um, so that it can help you. Because once you start to get depressed about not getting pregnant, your body starts to react accordingly and it will make the the process and the journey much harder. Um, so she's like 49, uh, 39, 40, 39. She ain't 49. I'm being that my bad girl. She's 39 <laughs> and we wish you the best in your pregnancy journey. Uh, we hope that you can uh, uh, work your way into two to three more lines on days of our lives. Congratulations, <laughs> girl. <laughs> Thank you and good night. That's enough. <laughs> Glad to not see you on my TV screen. Line. <laughs> well, how you really feel, friend? <laughs> just saying. She's the one. She, like, stood out. To, I, I just could not take a liking to her in any form this season. So hopefully when it comes back, if it comes back, uh, mm, 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 (laughs) we know how you feel about Lyra. So that's fair. That's all I got for her. So, yeah. uh, So, so Dr. Um, so Dr. Britton, she is, um, she is moving. She had a conversation with her husband about she got the job that she that, that she dreamed of, but the job is not starting for I think a year. She said, "Yeah, and so at a they, right." And so they came with the with an agreement and plan where she is going to move back to Orlando for at least a year, and then they're gonna figure it out, and then the whole family is gonna move back to LA. Now, my question to my friends is: Do you believe that shit? Because I don't. Uh, so I definitely believe they'll be moving back. Um, mm. when somebody says their dream job, that mean typically it's a lot of money attached to a dream job, uh, especially in her line of work. Um, so this is an opportunity to work in a state of the art facility because it's still being built. So state of the art facility, probably an amazing salary. Um, I for sure believe that they'll they'll be moving to LA. Her husband is like a real estate developer. He could do that anywhere. Oh, that's what he does. I, I'm yeah, he's a real person. estate developer. He he could do that anywhere. So yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's not a uh, big to do. Uh, but Imani's party was cute. That's how you throw a shindig. It was I so guess. fucking cute. Yeah, I loved like the photo booth, the good food. She had the little string quartet. Or it was three people, so it wasn't a quartet. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> We're picking up what's uh, going down. 
Uh, it was it was cool. I liked it most most of the husbands there, and it's funny because uh, Jasmine's husband is a psych psychologist, psychiatrist, psychiatrist. Yeah. And what reason he had not to be there at night? Mm -hmm. I might be starting to believe what the fuck uh, <laughs> Imani, Imani said. <laughs> He might be selling dope on the side because he ain't been nowhere to be found this whole season. <laughs> Tony psychiatrist. Mm. Listen. Ah. Mm. Well. So, but everybody looked good too. I, I, it, like I said, it was a very nice shindig, and uh, Jasmine and Imani hugged it out, and uh, Jasmine was like, "I'm gonna let it go," but she talked about my husband again, bitch, on beat your ass, and I was like, "Well, fair, fair, fair enough." Fair. Fair. <laughs> uh, Oh, I was cracking up when Shanique and her husband was talking about how if uh, Phil is in the doghouse with Dr. Imani, all he got to do is go write her a song and sing it to her. Yeah. He, like, <laughs> yeah. he like, that don't work for nobody else. I, I like, I will say, Imani, she started off on, the, on a bad foot with us, but then she kind of worked her way out of it. And I really like the dynamic her and her husband have. Like, they are... They, you could tell they are in love with each other. Yes. And I was cracking up when he was like, why y'all ain't hired my band to come and play at your party? She like, because you wasn't trying to get nobody the family discount. <laughs> she like, oh yeah, that's right. True, true. Um, So right. I, I like their dynamic. Uh, all in all, uh, I would say that I would like to see a full season of Married to Medicine LA uh, with all the ladies there with Jasmine brought in full time. Um, I think it'll be interesting. Yes, yeah. I, 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 I think this. I think they, like you said, this was definitely a pilot season. But I think they, I think overall they did um, really good, and I would like to see it come back. And I agree. You know what? And this again, this might be me being petty, but demote Asha to friend of the show and put Jasmine on full time. Yeah, that's not petty. That's uh, common sense. All right. I just wanted to see if we was all on one accord. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, so that's that on that. Before we move on, I just have to say it's such a blaring difference. While y'all have been talking, I've been thinking about the main married to medicine. Them bitches ugly. <laughs> and I don't know if it's just like they ugly or if this cast is just so beautiful because there is no ugly people on this cast. Like we've been clowning people because they bozos. But we give credit where credit is due. Nobody. All of the women are attractive. Yeah, the yes. only questionable All looking the, one is Shanique's husband. Yeah, he and he's not even ugly, but he's ugly in comparison to the other husbands. I mean, like he, the looked other like, husbands, he looked like the Geico Gecko, but outside of that, he sure he like him too. I mean, geckos could be cute as pets, so I don't know. Maybe Shanique's got a cute pet. Uh, Shanique got a cute pet, but in terms <laughs> of. Uh, in terms of like in comparison to the other men, he's ugly because the other men you could say without a doubt, like, hey, yeah, he fine. Mm. fine as fuck. He like, literally all of them. Mm. 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 And so, um, but then, yeah, when you go back and look at the uh OG married to medicine, mm. um, because I'm thinking about Toya. Toya, Toya looked like uh, Toya looked like Chip from Chippendale. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Simone looked like a sloth. 
Uh, I think mm. Dr. Jackie is a very attractive woman. Yeah, she's like a yeah. classic beauty. She, yeah. yeah, she's a classic beauty. Yeah. She kind of puts you in the mind of uh, like if I had to think of older women, like her fitness and stuff, she kind of she not nowhere near as, but she kind of reminds me of like Angela Bassett and her regalness, like yeah. Yeah. the way she carry herself. That's who she puts me in the mind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Qu- got a body, and that's really all I could give you. Really, like facially, sometimes quad leaves a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, she, she looked like that skeleton. Mariah sometimes. and Mariah and them quick weaves and, <laughs> and them color contacts. Mm. Oh, what's her name? Contessa is very pretty to me. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. she's cute. I like so two, two out of what six, seven. Mm. Yeah, I like Contessa's friendship with Britain too. Like, I like that they. Oh yeah, she's like, girl, you need a support system. Don't don't back down on this. Just keep pushing, keep pushing, Mm. girl. Mm. So I do, I do like, I do like Dr. Contessa. I'm almost surprised that Britain chose LA over Atlanta, but the only thing I can think of is it must have been a substantial difference in the money, which I would have taken my ass to LA too. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And I uh, love you, Contessa girl, but the checks over here. I'm trying to think who else attractive on the cast that married to medicine. Cecil. That's it. Yeah. That's three people. Mm-hmm. Three people. Dr. Scott, I think, is is Dr. Scott is fine. Four people. Yeah. He's dad Four. bod fine, but I'm into it. So he his face. Like yeah, his oh face yeah, make up for his dad his dad bod. And even his body ain't that bad. Like to it's be way, I'm into it. For them to be like in in the late forties or whatever, he's doing damn well. Cause I know I'm a fucking mess in my thirties. Hello. I'm a glow up though. Same. Either naturally or on the table, it's coming. Like I said, as soon as I can afford it. (laughs) Whether that means I'm buying Herbalife or some (laughs) (laughs) certain. But anyway, we dawdled enough, so we're gonna move on to Black Ink Crew. Uh, season seven, episode twenty-one, runner-up for Mother Teresa number two, and of all the things that were said on this, ep- I just they they will hire us to help y'all name I want, episodes. I want um okay. <laughs> Where you want to start, friend? Uh, I want to talk about um Scott and his whack-ass fashion show. Mm. She like 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 her to say please bring us on we are innovative than a motherfucker okay i was real confused by that because number one i didn't realize it was a fashion show until you said it <laughs> because i'm, she called, I'm it, she called it a twerking fashion show and i was like embarrassed for her because first of all to have fashion shows you need fashions mm, that part take you back to sheree that part. Sheree had a fashion show with no fashions, and look how that turned out for her. Very dreadful. I, there were no fashions. That's first and foremost. The twerkers looked like they had just left the hospital from getting their stab wounds looked at and hopped right <laughs> on the Um, And it just was corny. She thought she was doing something. It was really fucking corny. It was really cheesy. It did not give us a glimpse into the 
quality that she has in her boutique. It looked as cheap as I think the clothes in her little secret is. Like it did it it didn't impress me at all. Her little city trends. You that's basically her little dots. Mm. <laughs> her, her little rainbows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You might as well have put them bitches in some baby fat. <laughs> and not even the new shit that they working on. Right. Yes. Oh shit. Rock aware or something because that was fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. But I just like, like I said in the group chat, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out how is twerking supposed to inspire anybody to visit your boutique and buy anything. I don't understand. Like, have some twerkers there to, you know, set the tone and build everybody's energy up, get everybody hype. But like, listen, if she would have had some professional strippers dancing on the pose while she had actual models modeling the clothes yes that, that would have been, been fire fire absolutely yeah we got some bullshit. <laughs> and then we got donna big ass up here in the goddamn champion sweatsuit okay mm-hmm. so it wasn't just me because i was like is she wearing puma like what is she wearing i'm like <laughs> Scott bringing you there to twerk on the stage and you're going to come twerking some scrubs? What is really up? Mm. Donna was twerking how I imagined like Rosie O'Donnell would twerk. I was like, I don't know what's going on. And I was like, look at Donna with this relationship weight. Dr. Curves turning into Dr. Blubber, but you know. If y'all yeah, like you all that money and fell in love and you back to where you started from. That's what what I'm you... saying. I want to wait till like I'm trying to wait until I know that me and Mike is out the honeymoon phase so I could really hit my final form. Because once the honeymoon phase is over, you know. But it's like I, you said on the previous episode, like I be happy eating. It's <laughs> like you said on the previous episode, you can get that work and it'd be good work done. But if you don't main, do the work to maintain it, you're going to be out here built like a spell tower that you were before you yeah. went on the table. You're going to be out here looking like Shekinah. going to be out here looking like Donna. Because mm. <laughs> mm. she definitely has some good work done. And then she has gotten with Alex <laughs> and blew up. She fumbled. She, she done fumbled the ass. So sad. I mean, but if you love it, then you know, touchdown. I guess I don't know. <laughs> and, and while we here, we might as well get that, this Don and Alex shit out the way. First of all, Alex, you can't even sit down for too long. You ain't finna beat nobody to fuck up. That's first and foremost. Your best bet is to beat C's the fuck up in the court of law and yep. get what's owed to you. Talking about, imagine if you see me coming out with my fist balled up and then do what with your gimp back, broke back ass nigga. What did you gonna do? You can't even hit it from, you can't even hit it from the back when you fucking down to no more. Who who yeah. What you who 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 you finna fight? Well, I would like so friend, let me stop you right there and pose a question. So Alex's back is fucked up. Yes? Yeah. He cannot sit for long periods of time, yes? Yeah. How the fuck did he survive a flight from New York to LA? Listen. <laughs> Listen, that's a six-hour flight. Listen, I'm, I just have questions. Because okay. now I'm just like, something in the milk ain't clean. Correct. This to complete like, shift from the legal side to now, y'all want to be trying to get gangsters. Something it's not yeah. right with my spirit. Something ain't right. And I promise to God, Alex, I swear, if you have duped us. 
with some bullshit or in combination with big fish and everything i'm writing a sternly worded letter i'm not a white think, woman in america i'm a black ass nigga in america and i don't appreciate y'all playing in my I, don't even, I don't even think he's duped us i just think like for that check he gonna endure anything since he ain't got shit else going he probably was high well not let me take that back sorry he probably was on pain medication he probably was sitting on a donut or had a pillow or something but I still like you acting tough like you finna beat C's up. And I knew he couldn't do shit because when C's came out, like Donna get out the car, her and Alex sitting in the goddamn car. And he got you out the car and know. was leaning on the car. Couldn't even stand yeah, up. You can't even stand up. So I don't think he's duped us, but I definitely think like once his back got fucked up, he like, well, this is my only source of income at the moment. So let me let me do what the fuck I gotta do. Let yeah. me pop a couple Percocet and get get the get it the fuck on and get out here to LA. Cause I saw no reason for him to come to LA with Donna, truthfully. Nope. Other than right. he wanted to be in the scene so he could get a check. That was my first thought. Cause I was like, why do y'all like, even him need out to with do my this? fist balled up? And what you gonna do, little baby with the bad back? I'll say your back already balled up, so you need to calm down. So. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I just, I just, I just don't know. Ooh, I, just don't I don't know. know. When y'all let Jeremy get on that code forty-five, he makes shit happen. Listen, <laughs> the, the thought of his spine looking like a crinkled up piece of paper is I'm gonna slide right on out this bar stool. Like but, you know, you know when like you you got a bad grade on your homework and you didn't want to turn it in to your mama because she'll beat your ass. That's what I yeah. imagine. That's what I imagine. Alex back is. So I, just, like, Sir. I was like so much, but it looks like in the next episode he's gonna come out and he really gonna dig and seize and Teddy shit because I I think he said something along the lines of like. Y'all doing y'all doing uh penitentiary shit. Like I could yeah, press yeah. charges against y'all. Yeah, he said y'all doing jail shit. Yeah, y'all doing jail shit. And this is the thing, this is my problem with hood niggas. They live by a code that I just will never respect. Yeah. Now you you ain't no snitching. Those that fat bitch Teddy mm. and that bad teeth having motherfucker sees, I would be pressing charges against them. Mm-hmm. Big fish would be turning over all evidence to the motherfucking police because mm-hmm. those assault charges would be coming real fucking swiftly right down the hatch. Yep. Going to jail, bitch, and I'm taking me a tattoo shop or two. That way. Mm. But uh but, but Scott, fuck you. Like I'm I just don't know what this bitch a new ass and some new titties and now she thinks she is bill motherfucking gates that ain't it bitch my little my little secret your little secret that shit ain't no secret your little gossip bitch ain't even earning the type of money you thought it was mm-hmm. to be having fashion shows with no fashions you this how i know you a goofy bitch because i would have had those i would have gotten some professional models and they would have been fucking laid. I would have gotten a stylist in there. And I would have had you thinking that this AliExpress shit that I'm selling in my boutique is top tier. Listen, you pay, pay attention. Take a take a page from Rashida. I mean, she a bozo like you, but Presta's doing okay. So it's like, girl. Yeah, she Presta's doing food. really well. It's actually doing better than okay. That's the only reason her and Kurt can still buy uh, Gucci flip-flops and shit. Because Lord knows, 
Lord knows uh, her bubble gum ain't selling. <laughs> if you haven't listened to last week's episode, please go back and listen to it to hear yes. Curtis take my bubble gum. And listen, <laughs> all, listen all the way through. Listen all the way through because <laughs> magic. <laughs> but, uh, but I absolutely agree. And also, like, Scott, did you even think, did you really think that inviting first of all again if i were alice and don i wouldn't even fucking come that's number one but did you honestly think that that was gonna work like you really think you are the mother Teresa and can heal the world like girl you are not michael jackson what is you doing you can't even heal your kids uh, mm. <laughs> they out in this world hurting <laughs> she can't even heal that hair up under them wigs if we're gonna be honest truthfully uh, yeah yeah. Beautiful woman, beautiful, paid for titties and body and ass, but yeah. a bozo nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Just bozos. Um, I would like for Tati to give it a rest. Give us Please a leave us bitch. Alone. God damn. Oh. Is fucking enough, girl. Leave us alone. What are you doing on my balcony, bitch? This ain't your balcony. Big fish paid for this, bitch. You ain't this ain't none of this ain't yours, bitch. Shut up. Shut up, Ronald McFucking Donald. Shut up, bitch. Mm, I felt that from Candace's soul. That mm. part. That part. God. Did, did y'all see the red-headed, big toe looking bitch? What's <laughs> wrong with you? Everything. She really Look strung out over some dick. Imagine being strung out and looking to fuck stupid and to fuck terrible over Teddy. Mm. And and it's been weeks and don't nobody give, literally nobody gives a fuck other than you. Listen, I, <laughs> listen. What was on what was on that goddamn back and enjoying the the fresh legal weeds of Cali. And here you come with this goddamn Dario misery ass bullshit, bitch. Listen, because me and Candace both said it because we both happen to live in locations where it is legal and it hit different, okay? Listen. You killing the vibe, raggedy bitch. Raggedy Ann, goddamn it. Like, go sit the fuck down, goofy hoe. Like, listen, don't good, not too many good things happen to Walt. He trying to enjoy legal weed that hit different. What are you doing, girl? You already got to go through life looking like that. Listen, he already looked like a smoker's lung and you up here fucking with him when he trying to smoke legal shit. What is you doing, you stupid ass bitch? Walt seemed like he would be mad annoying in person, like hang out with, but that's neither here nor there. Did y'all see, I guess it was a deleted scene where Tati and Teddy actually sat down and talked? They had, oh, uh, no. I didn't. Yeah, that must have been a deleted scene because I didn't see that. Yeah, I saw it on the website. Um, So basically, Teddy comes in and tells Tati that she'd been doing the most and she'd been being mean to the people in the shop. And she had a bunch of excuses. She started off talking about, well, because I already had to worry about people talking about me and acting like I didn't deserve that promotion. Talking about I only got it because I was fucking you. And da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I was like, did anybody yeah. ever say that? Only and one who said it was Donna and she got fired. Right. Right. Everybody else respect to seize authority when he hired you. And the, and the crazy part is nobody disliked you till you start showing out the way you've been showing out. Correct. Correct. Literally nobody. And you've been showing your ass for weeks. And depending on the editing, it may have even been months. Who knows? Right. Because I feel like even off the... Like, I, I legitimately believe like this ain't for the cameras. That bitch is just really crazy over Teddy's ass. So I honestly believe they done had to edit a lot of her wilding. I just like it goes back to what we've been saying. Like she really felt like 
I'm different because I'm exotic. And so this black man is going to cherish me and put me on a pedestal. And then when you realize you the pedestal, now you mad. Mm. But anyway, so Teddy ended up apologizing. He was like, you know, I'm sorry for not talking to you. And I'm sorry for this. Sorry for that. And, you know, he reiterated that nothing ever happened with Crystal. And that was kind of how he, he left it. He a bitch ass nigga because he should have been did that. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. He definitely. And that's that's why we don't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Little titties, fat neck ass nigga. Yep. I just I want to say it was what maybe two seasons ago we gave him his roses was like, or whatever season that was when Scott uh slapped the chapstick off of him. Oh yeah, that two was seasons ago. Yeah, Scott went uh, season. Oh shit, fell out. Yeah, we gave yeah. him his little like. Okay, Teddy's not a bad looking dude. You know, he's trying to work out or whatever. But it's not even how you look, to be honest. Like we clown you to be sure. But Teddy is not bad looking. He's not that big. He's not that fat. But you are such a bitch ass motherfucking nigga. God damn. You a bitch with other men. You a bitch with women. You a bitch at work. You a bitch at home. You a bitch with green eggs and ham, Sam. Like, God damn. <laughs> he wears me thin. Like, my nerves be bad watching. I just don't even want to see him. He is who he is. He is a terrible ass nigga. Like he worse than C's to me, and that's saying a lot. Ooh. He is because he a big fat motherfucker who follows C's around like a fucking puppy dog, doing his dirty work, fucking shit up, and then being quiet. Like yeah. he's never accountable, and then when he's accountable, it's behind the scenes, not publicly, where he made a fucking mess of everything. Correct. Like child, fuck you, coward ass bitch ass nigga. I just know he smell like Axe spray. I just know he do. I feel like, no, he smell like expensive cologne. Yeah, like you said, he's like he, real. He, he, he one of them niggas attractive. that drowns in it. <laughs> he's like quite attractive, right? If, if like, it, it's not like he got a problem getting pussy because he is attractive and I'm not going to say he's well-dressed. He dressed like a typical nigga, you know. A New York but, nigga. Uh, yeah, typical New York nigga, but Yo, insides is is rancid, putrid. Mm. Your insides got your insides got grayscale. Your bitch ass nigga. <laughs> 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 it ain't no saying we're taught to cure you, fuck ass nigga. Fuck this. Speaking that, of, listen, Candace, I did clock when you said Tati look like Lord Farquaad, but then you gonna put it in the group chat. You ain't shit. <laughs> Come on, Tati Farquaad. Oh, nigga. <laughs> Candace, what the fuck is wrong with you? Speaking of frowning flouters, uh, <laughs> let's get Crystal out the way because I've never seen a father be more emotionless about the pain that they have caused their child and her fucking dad with that fucking ponytail on top of his head. He was looking at her like, are we going to go get burritos or what? Like, uh, A single fuck about her feelings. He was so unimpressed. He was like, oh, more tears? Don't cry. Come here. It's all right. You good? I'm good. We good. He was like, I can't believe you came all the way out here for this bullshit. He was like, look, look. He was like, look, little siesta bowler, we're gonna get lunch or what? Like, what is you doing? Stop hey, playing what's in my that face. Mexicans be playing from their car. That's what was playing. That's the look he had on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this, 
<laughs> uh, he was just full boo hooing. Every year for my birthday, you don't ever call me. He was looking like, I don't even know when your birthday is, girl. What is you saying? <laughs> Listen. He was like, I don't even check on Facebook to see your, what your birthday is. What are we talking about? And here? then they did all that, and she didn't even bring up knowing about the sister, did she? I, nope. You know what? I'm going to be honest and transparent. She didn't bring it up. She said she didn't feel like she should. Bozo. Wasn't that the whole purpose, girl? I don't need him. I don't need him. I'm an adult. Da -da -da. Get in front of him. Why you didn't put nacho cheese on my chips? Girl, fuck you. Shut the fuck up. God damn. I'm going to be honest and transparent with my listeners and my friends. When she came on with that scene, because I already knew what was going to happen, I started playing uh, the Switch. I ain't really give not damn fuck about Lil Siesta Bowl and her deadbeat daddy. Y'all, I found it. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, shit. <laughs> we, have we have reached peak racism today. <laughs> that was her dad expression. Like, that was who was playing in his head. You <laughs> wrap it up, B. Basically. No, is taking me higher. Like all I heard was the George Lopez music while she was crying. <laughs> yeah, I definitely was looking at that. Like, boy, I could go for some nachos. But anyway, so could her dad. Overall, them got ooh, and she got an ugly cry face. Mm. Well, I mean, she was up there looking like R. Kelly in the Gale video. Really, people usually have ugly cry faces, though. Well. And we don't know how attractive she truly is because she uses a lot of makeup to cover that badass skin. That's, you know what, fair. Mm. She got some badass skin, which is why she got that dope-ass body. Mm. Mm. It's all right. I mean, Ooh. I don't know. Well, it depends, I guess. I'd rather look at Sky, and that's saying a lot because she is annoying. Also, <laughs> Crystal... Where are the niggas? Still waiting, bitch. The niggas remember, and we the niggas still don't forget. And your daddy ain't no nigga, so I still pose the same question that I've been asking since you've been on here. Where are the niggas at? Mm. Where are the niggas? Because it's not in your lineage. <laughs> That's for damn show. Mm. Where are the niggas, bitch? Because one coming in, you don't count. Nope. Mm. Where are the niggas, little enchilada? Where are they? <laughs> you That's don't know. That's right, London. Bitch. Mm. Mm. That's right. So, um... Let me see. So... Puma and so overseas, Puma, maybe. Puma needs... Puma has a baby on the way. Puma wants to check. And I respect it. Uh, because yeah. I, because dentist, I had one of my biggest problems with with Black Ink had been the way they casted Puma out of Black Ink, um, because they could have equally split Black Ink between both shops. Mm -hmm. uh, because and C's finally admitted it, he and Puma built Black Ink together. Yeah. Mm. 
And so this is why I truly, truly, truly do not respect C's. And I never will. I will never respect anything C's does because he has shown himself to have a habit of taking food out the mouths of people that have really fucked with him and helped him. Yeah. But uh, as much as, as a bozo as Scott is, she caught that shit for two ep episodes now. It's like, nigga, you push people away and take advantage of them. People he that don't have push them away. When motherfuckers are doing better than him, he does not like it. Mm. is fucking miserable. He cannot keep a woman. Mm. He cannot run those shops by himself. And for as goofy as fucking Sky is, we don't know where the fuck Black Ink would be without Sky. Yeah. Because Seize has shown he don't make good decisions hiring people. He don't make good decisions in who keep track of the finances. I'm talking to you, bum bitch kitty. He don't make good decisions on where he stick his dick. Mm. He don't make good decisions in parenting. Mm. He just he don't make good decisions in dental and seeing a dentist. He, he don't just make do not good make decisions in what family members he keeps around him. Mm. Yeah, he just do you not get make good titty. I mean, Teddy, Titty, Teddy, <laughs> Titty, Teddy. <laughs> Might be a show time. <laughs> I was listening to that one episode, Jeremy, and you was like, I know he got pictures for Titty Tuesday. And I was like, Titty Tuesday? I just, I'm, I'm, I'm overseas. There's nothing C's could do moving forward where I could even have a, a, a microbe of respect for him because he's so fucking trash. And to hear him admitting that Puma is the one that was always with him, pushed him to start Black Ink, and you snatched Black Ink under him because Puma wouldn't bow down to Duchess. Mm. You snatched his, you snatched his livelihood away from him over some pussy that you're not even with no more. Mm, I was mm. gonna say, long gone. Mm -hmm. You are fucking trash. Yep. It looks like in the preview. Yep. Not Duchess. She said it's not her. Oh, she did. Wait, did we say who it was? Didn't we figure it out or no? I thought no, we, we had, never figured it out. I thought we had talked about it in maybe the group chat or who that was. Uh uh. Who who you think it is? I don't know. I'm trying to remember the bitches of, of Caesar's past. <laughs> <laughs> I just know like hmm. the the big gum baby mama, they ain't having no dealings because I be I went to her Instagram and she got her own man now. Or whatever. Um, I don't think he had too serious of a relationship with anybody else but Duchess. But yeah, Duchess said they used her voice and she definitely was not her. But we'll see if she was lying or whatnot. Because she's not the most honest bitch either. So. I was about to say, it is Duchess. So that's true. So there's that. But, um, so the preview for the next episode looks like we might actually, or not even looks like, or might. It looks like we're getting the fight between Tati and Toki that we were denied in the previous episode. Mm. And I want to see who win. Toki, what I said still stands. When Toki started trying to twerk that flat back. <laughs> we have, what did she say? We have a, a shy twerk. I said, girl, bye. It's shy because you ain't got no ass. Mm. Yeah, that was a lot. And, and that's I, fine. It's plenty of niggas out here that love a woman that's shaped like the big letter P. But own listen. it, girl. Also, in the, in the preview for next week, 
it it looks only looks because we know how they edit with Big Fish. Looks like Tati was finally minding her fucking business and leaving people alone. And that, like you said, Curtis, that could have been post Teddy apology that she finally calmed the fuck down. Mm. And then it looked like Toki is starting back up with her. So if that is the case, um, good luck, everybody. If that's the case, then you deserve that ass whooping. Because it might have been that apology scene. Might not have been a deleted scene. It might have been a preview for the next episode. When you get to like the end of the episodes, when you watch on the website, they just start throwing shit at the end. And I was trying to hurry up and get to the preview. But when I saw that, I was like, well, let me watch and see what they say. So it might be on the next episode. I don't know for sure because they don't really, I don't know what they be doing. But they know, don't know what they be doing. Well, that's true. We already established that. VH1 yeah. and Bravo. Neither one of y'all know what y'all doing. So if that's the case, that's the ass whooping you got coming. Yeah, and, over and speaking, Kitty made this one comment that really, really rubbed me the wrong way. And I, I know where you when, going. Come on. When Sky had them twerking, because some mm -hmm. of the models. Mm -hmm. Used very loosely. I don't know what the fuck to call them. Um, hobos. I don't know. Anyways. They look like lunch ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty made this comment. Sky girl, I'm not about to be shaking my ass. I got a father and he loved me. Just for you to turn around and shake your ass. Just, not only oh, that, kid. you got a father that loved you, but you was on national TV fucking C's. Let's Who talk about fucking it. everybody else and unable to reconcile books. Mm. I was like, Kitty, you got a you got a lot of Aaliyah that's a lot of misogyny her. for a bitch you can't add. Mm. That's a lot of misogyny for a bitch who was on national TV fucking somebody who turned right around and fucked some random white girl on a ski trip. Mm. And you ran out the house crying. Mm. Mm. So don't start acting like you got standards now, bitch. You the same bitch that uh, got water through in your face um, from Dutchess overseas. Well, I remember that. Standards and this was, not that high. And this was just looking unbothered as shit. <laughs> like you tried to turn C's into a boyfriend and he dogged your ass. Mm. Mm. And you still working with him like a bozo. And you still working with him, watching him flirt with other bitches. Mm. Taking care of him and helping him and shit. Mm. Keeping him away from Donna so he don't have a meltdown. Your mm. standards are not that fucking high to be making comments like that. Mm. No, ain't no standards. And your weave ain't that goddamn good to be acting like you come from a loving home, bitch. Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> we have seen you on many, many of the green screens with your textures not matching. Mm. So you're not fooling us. That closure looking like an open book, girl, is real bad. Mm. Hello. <laughs> Reading comes from shade. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I love us for real. You need to get on my nerves. Reading rainbow. <laughs> girl you had a lot of fucking nerve like you literally are a glorified assistant to the nigga that you used to be fucking who dogged you so you settled for just being his glorified assistant mm. girl fuck you and i'm and i mean that fuck you mm. eat shit 
Um, also, Seeds is a oh, that's another reason I hate Seeds. He's a crab in a barrel. First of all, shout out to niggas in LA not willing to let nobody come in their territory and take advantage of them because Le Le that man was artist was like, uh, no, thank you, thank Le you, Le no, thank you. I have my own vision, thanks, yeah. And my vision does not include your black lip ass. Nope. First of all, Black Ink would not be able to complete compete with Cat Shop, which is in LA. Yeah. That's first and foremost. Because they actually have competent artists. But they, they got Kevin, so you know what the fuck is up. <laughs> yeah, they got my baby Kevin out there in LA, so you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, Kevin. But Listen. He's cute. With his freak nasty self. Okay. <laughs> Listen, like in the bathroom I love he stand. I was like, yes, fire. yes. Okay. In the in the I event we it, listen, in the event we blow up and we out and about and I disappear for a little while after I've been talking to a gentleman, don't ask no questions, okay? Well, we, we already know what's going on. We just gonna mind our business. Correct. <laughs> wait till we see you to leave. Like, okay. We ready. I can see it now. Candace gonna be like, Did you do what you had to do? That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be the signal. <laughs> if I text y'all, I did what I had to do, then it's time to go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Listen. Speaking of doing what we need to do, we need to take a break. So we'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to patreon.com slash flawless noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, coworkers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. All right, so we're back to wrap the show up, and we're going to talk about Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. So this is season eight, episode six, one for the ages. So the show opens, and we see Scrap and his sister, uh, his mama. Was there someone else? Monisa, I think. Yeah, Monisa. Monisa is not cute, and her is very black. She looked like a meerkat. Mm. She do, but anyway, uh, Scrap's sister was not here for the foolishness. She was like, "She doing that in my house?" <laughs> Listen, I think the fuck not, you trick ass bitch. Listen, Scrap's sister was not here for that shit. He was like, "I'll beat that bitch ass myself." I was like, gonna say she, me. Like she can beat somebody. Else. She looked like an AKA too. Mm. Oh, and I would like to see it. Hey. Same. 
Yeah. I would like to see it. I mean, because uh, like we we said it, and then it it looks like Scrap Mom said the same thing we said. You can go back to jail. Yep. You're mm. not supposed to be involved in all that type of commotion. You was on parole at the time. So and he was being you- all naive, like it wasn't <laughs> me that was hitting somebody, <laughs> nigger. I'm just trying to figure out how you a street nigga, but then you plumb fucking dumb. Ain't got no no street sense still. No. Well, that's probably how you ended up in jail. So never uh, mind. Yeah. Oh, this is not his first time being in jail, is it? Like you should know no, how to Like you and should know better. In jail. Yeah, your whole and your you whole lineage. It shouldn't even be no excuses for no woman putting her hands on you because you not her you not her man. Yep. Like I'm just trying to figure out and Although I do wish KK and them teeth would sit down. I'm yeah. a handle this crap. I'm a handle yeah. it. Handle an orthodontist. Handle your wigs. Handle your life. Handle your reading. Like handle yourself, bitch. Like goddamn. Like leave us alone. Like listen, like, listen. She had a point, but then it's like Her wigs do look like they got a handlebar on them. Oh, yeah. Fuck. You know what KK looks like? Oh. <laughs> KK look like that little hamburger help hand. Oh, she sure do look like the Curse. hamburger. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, burger macaroni scrap. Well, I feel like the Kool-Aid man to come <laughs> busting through. <laughs> All <laughs> <the American>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so um so kk rolls up to tiara's job which i was like what job is this okay okay so it ain't just me i was like I, a job i would like to see it because i'm like, like I, i'm like outside of the bar like <laughs> i thought she was a bartender a bottle girl Remember, right. she said she only did the bartending part time, but she was like an accountant or some shit, or worked for some accounting firm. First you of all, an accounting firm, firm, and you on TV hitting people in the face. Listen, mm. need to account for your hands, bitch. What the fuck is you doing? Mm. But um, KK rolls up to her job, and it's like, bitch. <laughs> I I don't have to get my hands dirty, aka if I do, I'm gonna go back to jail. But that don't mean I ain't got hitters and you can't be touched. Because yeah, that's basically you know. what KK was saying. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm not about to explain to you what what's gonna happen. Just know it's gonna happen. You know, and Tierra acting all big and bad, and then in her confessionals, like you know, that's what he get because you know everybody needs to stop acting like he innocent. I'm like, he didn't do shit. Right, you you literally your own feelings. You played yourself. That man did never promise you any fucking thing. You just assumed after leaving him to rot for three years, as we will keep reiterating, mm-hmm. that he was gonna come out and fall in your pussy. And you mad that he choosing otherwise? Now, granted, scrap is a bozo because while he didn't do nothing wrong to Tierra, him stringing Monisa along just don't make no sense to me. Like all. if all you wanted was some pussy, I'm sure you could have gotten pussy anywhere. You didn't need to bring her into it and, and be and she ain't even asking for much. All she asking you to do is not lie and communicate. Right. Literally. She even told Akbar, she's like, We're not in a relationship. I understand that. But relationship or not, don't be lying to me. Don't be lying in my fucking face. Don't play in my face. That's Correct. all I ask. <laughs> 
and yep. correct. Of a fucking bozo, you can't even do that. Right. And I don't know what happened. I don't know if the glam squad was on vacation, but Scrap was extremely ugly this episode, like even more so than previous episodes. He looked like he had just woke up. <laughs> he looked like he just woke up in a dick. <laughs> why y'all get on my fucking nerves so bad? Shit, why he get on her looking that goddamn ugly, friend? Yeah. <laughs> we, are, we are not to blame him. He looked like he just crawled out of that ditch Monique drove me. <laughs> 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 Y'all make me very weary. <laughs> like scrap. Listen, I'm just saying. You look at scrap and you just immediately start yawning. I just I don't know. I'll be confused, but you know, whatever. I'm a, I'm gonna assume that he got the hammer because otherwise, all of these women look the fuck stupid over this nigga. Speaking of, so then we find out that you know he has been seeing Tommy. And I'm trying to figure out how because he's supposed to be at the house. Yeah, she locked up, ain't she? Oh, well, well, well depending on the time. I think at that point she had just gotten arraigned. Oh, okay. Uh, so I was going to say maybe the timing is what's throwing me off, you know. Yeah, but in real time versus the show. Everybody's like, sir, what are you doing? You are on, not even on probation, you in some weird halfway house situation. Everybody knows whether you've been in jail or not. Everybody knows if you are in trouble with the law, you're not supposed to be seen with other motherfuckers that's in trouble with the law, past or present. That's why your fucking mama can't pick you up from the halfway house because she been in trouble. Like, how fucking stupid can you be? Motherfuckers don't care who they th- have motherfucking sex with because there is no way in the fucking world that I, as a parent, my motherfucking self, want to be attached to fucking Tommy. And this mm. bitch is facing charges for abusing the fuck out of her kids in public at her mm. in public at fucking school. And, and listen, you know, shit is crazy when KK, like, I don't want to be involved with shit Tommy got going. Mm. Scamming ass KK. Scamming ass KK like no, no, no. Leave me out of it. I don't want nothing to do with the bitch. She just, she, she ain't even been out of jail 24 fucking hours facing assault charges. Mm-hmm. Pussy need to start having a face to you dumb ass niggas. And scruples. And scruples. Use your mother. Y'all don't have no motherfucking moral fiber when it come to pussy, but y'all supposed to be the, the grandest gender. Mm. Mm. <laughs> How that work? Slaves to your penis, but y'all okay. <laughs> How that work? What's going on with y'all? Because I just don't understand. A bitch like Tommy couldn't breathe on my penis if I had one. Child abusing asshole. Mm. Bitch, I could deal with you being a scammer. Huh? Okay, well, it is what it is. That's the way. That's the way. These are the times we in, and a lot of the scams ain't even new scams. <laughs> it's a scam of world we living in. Bitch that's facing multiple charges of aggravated assault, not child abuse. Aggravated assault. That girl beat her daughter up so fucking bad. She's facing aggravated assault charges. It cannot have any contact with her child. There's a restraining order against Tommy where she cannot be within a certain radius of her own fucking child. You want to fuck that? You want to fuck on that? I I know that I know that people I know that people have sex with trash. I get it, but I you should be drawing a line at fucking abusers. 
male or female. That part. <clears throat> so Scrap got life fucked up, and somehow, some way, he you know got on pro- parole or probation. Yeah, he's off parole. He could move out of the halfway house. So, you know, he really finna be on some trash. Yep. He only been halfway decent because he got to take his ass back to that halfway house at 7 p.m. every motherfucking day. Yep. So I was going to say, you know, Monique, you have no friends here, but I can say that it looks like his shitty behavior and your exit came at just the right time because he really about to be on some shit. But speaking of so Moniz meets up with Akbar V, who we like to a degree, because I'm not giving nobody too too much because y'all be real life bozos. She is a real life bozo, and I'm glad you said that. A video surfaced of her telling women to stop nagging a man about cheating on them, especially if he is street nigga and he risking penitentiary time to put money into their household. Why should you care about the bitches that he out here fucking? Because if he wanted to be with them, he would be with them and not with you. Because what you got, the next bitch don't. Some wet pussy and a dick suck on you or some shit. Um, I, you know, oh, I don't need... Akbar, I don't, wait, who? Single Akbar V with five yeah. kids that she got custody of none? Because yeah, I don't believe she got that, custody of that oldest son either. Y'all can, no. can spin lies in my face all you want to. She don't have... I don't really need a relationship or love advice for a bitch who don't have custody of her kids. And I'm going to leave it at that. And yes, I'm not saying you a bad person for not having custody of your kids. I'm saying you should shut the fuck up and worry about your kids. Yeah. Clearly you made some wrong turns in the relationships in your past. So I'm trying to have never been on the right path. Truthfully. Truthfully. Clearly. The only thing you got on you is a pretty ass face. Mm. Cause she is. She is pretty, and like, cause I be scrolling her Instagram, and I just be like, "Wow, this what happen when you don't fill into your kids for put all that you got into your kids. They turn out like Akbar V, because she is a fucking bozo." Mm-hmm. Mm. Imagine uh, having Candy as your cousin, not only as your cousin, like close enough cousin that she will give you money when you need it. And you out here looking to fu- looking to act the fuck what you stupid. To do. Mm. This is what you choose to do. But anyway, Moniz basically gets in Akbar's ass because she's like, "We need to finish this EP. I don't know what the fuck you doing. I don't want you wasting my time." And here go Akbar. Well, my son moved in with me, and he been talking back, and da da da. I just didn't think it would be like this, girl. What? He's a teenager. What the fuck did you expect? Yeah, what was you expecting from a teenage boy? He was going to move in and everything was going to be love and kumbaya. It was going to be welcome home, Simba. Mm. And now you up here looking the fuck stupid, making I can't do my work because my son acting up. Girl, parents have to deal with rebellious teenagers every day. And guess what they do? They still go their ass to work, clock in and get it fucking done. You so hungry to have a rap career. Your son talking back to you done derailed your whole fucking work ethic. Girl, get the fuck out of here. Stop playing in my face. Stop playing in my face. Especially because like you said, she still ain't got full custody of that goddamn boy. And that's why he talking back to her because she ain't ain't shit as a mama. (laughs) She ain't been around. And you know teenagers are brutally honest about that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. They don't believe in your authority. They not going to respect it. 
I know that I know that son be looking at her like I know you fucking lying. Listen, that son was like she wanted custody back for what from uh one of them kids so she could have a fucking storyline on that show. Because mm-hmm. Candy was like, girl, I'm only gonna appear a couple times. Like you ain't gonna get too many from me, baby, because this is all bravo all day. Yeah, <laughs> not about to fuck up my checks. Listen, ain't no problem. Candy, if nothing else, Candy is about her checks. Correct. Always and forever. Especially mm-hmm. when she come on this show cutting you a check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I'm sure she probably negotiated and wasn't really coming out of pocket because if I'm going to be on the show, I'm getting a check and some of that can go to her so she can get her apart. <laughs> right. At least that's what I would have done. But Candy is so business savvy. I just you're not going to convince me she came out of pocket to give Akbar that money when she was appearing on the show. That just wouldn't even make sense. Yeah, I agree. Like, if, yep. you, if, if you want me to be on the show, give my cousin the money she needs for her apartment. And I'll, yep. do, I'll do it for free. But give her the money that she need. Yep. Or pay me, and I'll give her some of the money. Because if you pay me, I'm going to ask for more. So it's up to you. The choice is yours, Captain mm-hmm. Planet. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Mona. Not that, because Mona... Mm. Mm-hmm. Not too much. But... Akbar had all those, but anyway, they kind of decided or kind of agreed. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna go back, and when I come back, we need to get this done. And Akbar's like, "Yeah, I will say that green wig that she had on was fucking flames." Who Akbar? Yes. She <clears throat> listen. If you ever get a chance to scroll her Instagram, she is pretty than a motherfucker, but she just <laughs> stupid as all get out. Well, it's a lot of pretty stupid people so that's not at all she is special kind of stupid too well i mean yes (laughs) (laughs) we uh we touched on that well she got shot in the head so we don't know what's going on up there the hamster might the hamster might be uh gimping in the wheel he might not be be full-fledged running Mm. he might be just limping along in the wheel the hamster moving like alex Mm. Mm. The hamster balled up. Mm. With that piece of skull that's missing. <laughs> the hamster slayer. The, uh, <laughs> 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 we are pieces of shit, but I love us for real. Fuck these people. <laughs> True. Um, let's Speaking see. of fuck these people. Sierra wigs are always bad. Um, Spice, you still a stupid ass bitch. I... Yeah, you still have no point, and I don't care what the fuck Tokyo and nobody else is telling you, beloved. Nope. That ain't it. You bleaching your skin openly what people can see is not going to achieve any kind of effect on colorism. And it's still the same fucking thing. You don't know anything about fucking black American culture and this whole black hypocrisy. So you blaming black America for you not popping? I'm like, so how are you so self-unaware it never occurred to you that maybe because you don't know anything about black americans that your style is not appealing to us your music is not appealing to us nobody cares how you look girl you from jamaica nobody's expecting you to be light-skinned coming from fucking jamaica what we do expect is for you to have some good rhythms bitch and you don't (laughs) nothing nothing popping Nothing. Nothing. Poom poom. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Poom poom stink. <laughs> Raggedy poom poom. 
You're so fucking dumb. Even, you can't even put into words what it is you're trying to do. You got to put fucking white paint on your whole body just to be able to say, hey, I feel like if I was light-skinned, I would be successful, which is not true. But you can't even do that. You got to paint your, shellac your fucking skin, girl. Get the fuck out of here. You're going to get cancer and you're going to... Never mind. Let me not say that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait on it, too. <laughs> but, girl, what you doing? <laughs> I mean, I don't feel bad about saying that the doctor told you, girl. <laughs> like, you I'm don't bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You go turn yourself into an energy saver light bulb, a bitch. You go die. What did you even talk about? Like I just don't turn into the tesseract. I just don't don't understand how you feel like putting that white paint on your skin and looking like Jennifer fucking Aniston is gonna help you sell records in America. I don't get it. She don't get it. She don't fucking bozo. Uh, what else? Is that pretty much it? That's it. Yeah, that's it. I don't think there's any. Yeah, that's it before we get to the the, the main. So, Pooh, her face Mm. was painful to me. She 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 looked like a botched experiment. Yeah, she She, looked like one. She looked like Joan Rivers. mm. Um, she looked like the cat lady. But she, she, uh, she wanna, so she met up with me and them. Yeah, no, she met up with me and them first. It uh, was like, would I be wrong if I crashed her engagement party? And everybody was like, yes, bitch, you would be wrong. I don't know which one of them said it, but they literally said, bitch, no, Sierra. Oh, okay, Sierra Wig was awful. Um, ain't she a hairstylist? I'm confused. I don't. Y'all, y'all are draining my spirit doing hair and y'all hair don't be done. I just mm. that week was real bad. But it, I mean, you know what? That's historically accurate. So. I was gonna say that's part S- of the course. Sierra's wigs are like the Cleveland Brown, so you know. Uh uh-uh. watch yourself. I'm on 20, 28 and three wig. I'm about to say <laughs> they might end up to have a better season than the Falcons this year. <laughs> well, I mean. I mean, football is dead to me, so crack out of 28 to 3. No, no, it ain't dead. It's back up and running. You brought up the Browns. It must be alive and well somewhere in that Jordan spirit. Listen, the (laughs) the Falcons are dead to me, so. They're alive. I'm here to tell you. Mm -hmm. It's somebody else's house, but not mine. (laughs) You're not doing the dirty bird in your Jordan blouses no more? Okay. (laughs) You're not leaning and rocking with it when they score a touchdown. Mm. Well, I don't. I couldn't be. I ain't watched the game in in two, about two years, so I couldn't even tell you, friend. But anyway, <clears throat> um, so then we we see Carly Red. No, we don't see. I'm sorry. Um, Sierra was like, I know Carly is real messy, but she has a heart of gold. She does not have a heart of gold. Shut the fuck up, girl. After all of the dealings and issues and problems you've had with Carly, because didn't they almost get in a fight last season? Yep. Yes. Over the yo ass up. You don't know what you're talking about. Over that nigga. Who? Um, Bickham Brasco. 
Yes. Mm. 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 Well, we know Sierra got. Never. I'm gonna say the real fucked up. Let me not say that. But anyway, <laughs> so then on the heels of that, we go to the doctor's office, and Carly's wig at the the wigs, which is bad this episode. Jeez. But she's at mm. the doctor's office with the bad wig and her um her fiance. What's his name? Mo. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you know, the doctor's telling them some information. It's so weirdly, Mo gets up and is like, Okay, I'm gonna go sign my paperwork. And I'm like, Huh? What paperwork do you need to sign in the middle of the doctor's visit? Yeah, that was real hard to me. But it turns yeah. out that you know they wrote that in the script so that Carly could tell the doctor that she's had her period for a month straight. I'm like, girl. now i don't know how these things work because i don't have a vagina nor do i have a uterus but i just feel like after two weeks and that might be pushing it i'm making a doctor's appointment i'm not gonna sit here having a period for a month straight Uh, well please please wait I guess this is where everybody defaults. <laughs> Maybe I mean, I'm we, wrong. I mean, we don't have uh, that equipment. You know, for you know what? It's kind of common for some women to bleed like that, and and you really don't have very many options except for they typically will try to throw you on birth control. Mm. So if you try to get pregnant, you don't want to be. You can't be thrown on birth control. Um, well, yeah, obviously. So that's not. It's. It's common enough, like it's women who will have periods for like three weeks and then they won't have another period for like three months. Then they'll bleed for a month and then they won't mm-hmm. have a period for six months, like shit like that. But with a woman Carly's age who's right. trying to conceive, yeah, she should have been called her doctor. Because that's my because thing. Like, like, it's not, like, I don't, I'm, I'm not saying that it's unusual for that long, but I'm saying Carly in specific. Carly, yeah, for if you have to have a baby. Yeah, you definitely need to be talking to your OB. Um and your gyn when you're bleeding for a month while you're trying to conceive because you're not having sex if you're bleeding that long, which is also weird to me that like you would think that her fiance would think something is up because how are we talking about having a baby but we not fucking. Mm. Mm. Well, I mean honestly, I got the impression that they were fucking through it, but which ooh yeah. That I mean, it was just me. He don't, he don't strike me as the type of nigga that would be phased by that at all. Yeah, he definitely looked like a. I can run a red light ass nigga. Oh, that's. I don't like that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So then we see Shay Mac, and I think she was talking to uh, what's her name? Pooh. Pooh, which I don't. She need a better name. That she, I don't know she, about that face with the name Pooh, but anyway, I was, I was you, great minds. <laughs> I don't know about that, but anyway, so Shay Mac is, um, she is really hurt that Carla don't remember her, right? So because when Shay Mac was at work, <laughs> mm. please put a pin in that, listener. <laughs> when Shay Mac was at work, okay, right. <laughs> And Carly Red was in there touring the place because that's the venue for her engagement party. And Che Mac was at work. <laughs> and the lady says, Do you want to meet the DJ? And they walk up to Shay Mac and Carly Red is like, I know you. 
you know, she was doing a lot. She was definitely doing one of them days of our lives, amnesia type things. Yeah. She was putting on. She was. However, when Shay Mack was doing the most. She was like, yeah, I know I used to be an ugly duckling, but now I'm a swan. Used <laughs> to. Even Carly was like, a swan? Maybe a pigeon? <laughs> Scrooge McDuck, maybe? I don't know. No, Scrooge McDuck got money. Uh, you, you, you know, fair. Fair point, friend. Fair. You know, and Shay Mac does well. Mm-hmm. Shay Mac has teeth. <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of them. A lot. Them teeth are big. Mm, she got shark teeth. Mm. There ain't no shark teeth. Them teeth. Her teeth are like them big old wind panels. Who <laughs> 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 oh, Wendy Mac? Yeah. Or like you know them those solar panels that they yeah. put on the house top of the houses and shit. Like her teeth are fucking big. Like her teeth yeah. are big for her mouth. I don't get it. Yeah, it throws it off. It definitely does, and she already, you know, look a little horsey in the face. So, Mrs. Mrs. But yeah, she is really upset that Carly. I mean, granted, Carly was doing performing, but it's like, girl, if Carly don't know you are acting like she don't know you, girl, why you care so goddamn much? That's a blessing. Why are you spitting in the face of a blessing? Listen, God is telling you, like, look, you you need not know this messy bitch. Like he, listen, he the warning. Read the room. Like she act like her and Carly Red used to do business together or something. Like who cares if she acting like. She don't know you. Get this money. You did Correct. all of this shit talking about I want to get my career back on track. You get your fucking job and this how you act over fucking Carly Red? Are you stupid? When you at work. Again, put a pin in that. At work. Mm. And then I did hit her with the real good. I don't recall. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did. But who cares? It's Carly Red. Who cares? You already you know her allegedly have been friends with her, hang out with her. You know she's extra and she does the fucking most. Why are you so upset? That's what Sierra told her. No, nah, that was Rashida that told her that, which I was like, girl. But she didn't lie. Shut up, Rashida. <laughs> <laughs> right. Even if you had a point, shut up. Shut your ass up. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. mm. But then after that is when she goes and talks with Pooh, correct? Before we get there. So Shay Mack is like, yeah, I'm a DJ now. Mm-hmm. And Carly asks her, do you still rap? She says, yeah, I still rap. And, you know, I'm going to do my DJ set. I'm going to play some of my music, too. Carly said, absolutely. The <laughs> not, bitch. Listen. And I'm like, and then she got mad. I'm like, why would you get mad if this is my event? You the DJ? I don't I don't want no DJ playing their music during the set when I hired them to DJ my fucking event. That okay. was a, That was the most awkward display of anger I've ever seen in my life. Like, bitch, this is not a talent showcase, funky ho. Oh, square jaw ass bitch. Let me... I, I don't want to see... Listen, bitch, I don't want to see... I don't want to hear your motherfucking music while I'm trying to celebrate my love, bitch. What's wrong with you? I, I had to see like, I'm going to make some of my tunes in. No, no, no. No, bitch, you won't. And I feel like probably 95% of people would have been like, no. Most people, listen, I 99.9, we doing like motherfucking hand sanitizer. (laughs) 99.9% of people planning an engagement party would not be 
willing to let the DJ play their original music, especially when the shit probably don't fit the room. Like, girl, do bitch, you do damn. you know do you know how upset it made me? For Shay Matt to be such a motherfucking bozo that I had to agree with Carla Reed. Bitch, how you gonna tell me that to play your shit at my shit? Bitch, what is you talking about? What is you saying, you goddamn anime character face ass bitch? What is you saying? Are you so you just so I just can't play my own shit? Girl, this is not your venue. If you wanna play your own shit, I get your own venue, get your own, have your own listening party. You can rent out one of these goddamn clubs in Atlanta or some shit. Do that shit on your own dime. You on Carlis dime. This is Carlis party. It's not shit. Shay, uh, it's not Hasoka Max party. Do that shit on your own goddamn girl. Do that shit in your car on your Spotify. Get your art score. Do something, bitch. You can't play your own shit on somebody else's dime. What is you saying? You retarded ass bitch. Shay Mac look like you know that. Uh, I don't want to say the wrong thing and be problematic, but you know Squidward Squidward's house. That pineapple thing. No. No. Oh, no, that was fun, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Shay Mac looked like to me in the face. Mm. Well, you didn't lie. Yeah, you did not lie. Like, so, if you put a, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Now I was gonna say, like, if you put a filter on that house, it would be her. Ain't no filter, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she need to put a filter on them teeth. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Bitch got teeth for years, not even days or months. Years, decades of teeth. God damn. Mm. But anyway, so it was after that that she goes and talks to Pooh, and uh, you know Pooh also is in her feelings, so they commiserating over the fact that Carly don't want to be friends with them no more. And I'm just like, they sitting there dragging Carly, talking about how extra she is, how messy she is, while simultaneously mad that she cut them off. And again, I'm like, a blessing, like. How are y'all not appreciating this blessing? Like, if you've witnessed Carly being a piece of shit for years, why would you be so butthurt that she's not friends with you? Now, why would right. you be a bullet, beloved? Why would you want to be friends with that anymore? Like, what did you saying, you stupid ass heifers? Like, what are you doing? So, Akbar, no, I'm sorry. Um, what's her name? Uh, Pooh is basically like, well, you know, I'm not gonna go to the party, but. Um, you need to expose th this bitch, and here's the paper. And allegedly, it was notarized, and <clears throat> that was that scene. Because at first, Shay Mac was like, oh, I don't know about this, and Pooh was like, Don't you think she deserved it? And I'm like, Y'all are the fuck stupid, very stupid. Um, so I think that was pretty much it. So then we can fast forward to the actual engagement party and mm -hmm. jock and his girlfriend show up so real quick before we move on with the engagement party i don't care what nobody say jock girlfriend sounded stupid as fuck she did not win no argument no he she did didn't not argue with her no more but you still didn't make no fucking sense if all you wanted was for jock to take you out and paint the town red you did not have to do that at Carly Red's engagement party. You could have done that anyway, bitch. Y'all could have went to the motherfucking Cheesecake Factory and got some brown bread. Can I say this real quick, friend? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> but her explanation, like that whole scene just furthered my, well, not even my point, but your original point that 
this is definitely a storyline. And whoever this girl that got to play Jock, there's somebody from the staff because she got Jock to confess, quote unquote, that before he and he and her got together, there was some overlap between him and Carly and Carly getting with this new dude. So it's like, girl, and he didn't want to go because it might be some mess that popped off. And I'm just like, girl, that's the exact reason why you don't want to go to that motherfucking engagement party. She was like, well, I mean, that's messed up, but I still want to go because we need to, like you said, Curtis, paint the time red and I want to be, feel special and show off the world and stuff. It's like, girl, this man literally told you we are walking, we are potentially walking into some mess because of my own fuck up and you want to cont- put still put him in mess and you in mess. So it's like, this don't make no fucking sense to me. Yeah. So this is definitely some storyline shit. Yeah, because he confesses during that conversation that there was some quote-unquote overlap when he was he said that they were still just friends at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and him and Carla was still kind of in contact or whatever. Cause you know, jock speak, but whatever. It, it, that was jock speak for, I was fucking both of y'all at the same time. Right. Right. Definitely. <laughs> and <laughs> Clearly we're a unanimous, unanimous <laughs> decision on that. Like that was, you were fucking both of them at the same time. Right. And, if you weren't moving so weirdly and trying to hide this girl from the world, you wouldn't have had to deal with any of this. Because she never would have gave a fuck about going to Carly Red's engagement party. Now, that doesn't matter of being fucking stupid for wanting to choose that to go to, but... Listen, imagine wanting to go to an engagement party for a bitch that used to fuck your current nigga better than you fuck him. Because mm. this man's still on the radio talking about that foot trick Carly used to do. He ain't on the radio talking about the tricks you do. Mm. Mm. He ain't talking about you at all on the radio or otherwise. Mm. So I'm just like wanting to know <laughs> what's the like what what is it besides you just being pressed for people to know that Jock is fucking you? That's the only thing that really comes to mind. Is like, okay, you want people to see you with Jock is like you, what trying? What kind of lame ass achievement you trying to unlock? I was about to say, imagine that imagine. is not an achievement. I mean, that is not an accomplishment at all. Imagine wanting, imagine wanting to the world to know that you fucking young job. Imagine. I just, I don't know. Mm. That whole thing was very stupid. Um. So then we fast forward to the actual party, and they show up. So everybody, of course, was surprised. Everybody's like, "Who is that with Jock?" And all of that kind this of stuff. This bitch just wanted some attention. Yeah. Like I said, mm-hmm. she, she just wanted a, a leg in, a foot in to the Atlanta celebrity nightlife is my best guess because n- it don't make any sense for you to have pressed this hard to go to this particular event. You wanted the people on this show to see you. You don't care about jock friends, family, and all of that seeing you. You wanted the motherfuckers on this show to see you. Right. And my thing is, you're not even that bad of a bitch to be doing all of this. It would be different if you was on some next level shit, walking in, stunting on everybody. You don't look no better than nobody else on the cast. So I'm confused why you sitting up here acting like you're going to walk in and shut shit down. You walked in and nobody cared. All it, They cared more that Jock showed up with somebody that they didn't know than you in particular. So it, that would have been anybody, though, if he had hidden them from them. But you seem determined to be stupid. And I mean... Who are who are we to try to stop you from being stupid? And clearly, Jock don't give a fuck. He's gonna let you have your way. So y'all both on here looking like bozos. Even though he said, "I don't want to be out here looking stupid." 
and yet. Well, we know niggas will say one thing and then do another. So. Yep. <clears throat> yep. So the party starts going on, and Shay Mack is doing her thing, DJing, whatnot. At work. Yeah, she's at work, y'all. She's on the clock, okay? On the clock. Mm. And um, Carly, I think Carly did like a speech or something, didn't she? Or somebody was was saying something, and then Shay Mack got on the mic, and shit just went completely left. Because this idiot gets on the microphone and it's like, let me tell y'all about y'all bitch Carly. And I'm like, really? You at work? At work. <laughs> on the on, clocking in. Well, clocked in. You at work. And you like to be the fuck stupid. Imagine you on you on my payroll and you're going to get on the microphone and call me a bitch and going to quote unquote expose me. Listen, Listen, I'm I'm just being I'm holding my peace because I'm I'm about to have a very meaningful drag with Shay Mack. And so we're getting there. So number one, my question was what was the big reveal that Carly is really 45? Like I couldn't tell like what was supposed to be the big secret. Listen, they were saying common knowledge. Carly is old, Carly is messy, Carly has fucked people. Okay, and like yeah, but who had this paper notarizing? Like, was that was that supposed to be the big secret? Because I didn't hear her say nothing else other than she forty five and messy. So I'm like, and it's like, okay, bitch, the sky's blue. Like, so, 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 Shay Matt. So first of all, Pooh, bitch, that's how I know you a stupid motherfucker. You telling us basic information, thinking that's gonna expose Carl. Imagine thinking you gonna expose Carly. All the shit that Carly done has, all the shit Carly has been in, and shit that Carly has done on her tenure on this fucking show. Imagine thinking you're gonna expose. The, imagine, you, imagine thinking you're gonna shame the shameless. That's number one. Mm. Number two, who you so much of a fucking idiot? You thinking this shit hot fire when you on the clock, you stupid ass bitch. And with that said, I'm gonna lobby it up to my friend Candace to drag your motherfucking stupid ass. <laughs> Hello, SpongeBob Squareface, bitch. Uh, first things first, you were just on the last episode talking to your baby father, whining and crying and boohooing and belly aching about wanting to get back to work, get back on the scene, get your career back jumping, get some momentum behind yourself, um, and so on and so forth. And with the loving baby father you have, uh, he was like, sounds good to me, my dude. What you got to do? You've been holding it down long enough. So you mean to tell me your first power play is to get the job at the venue that you've been wanting only to insert yourself in the middle of some messy shit that had nothing to do with you and end up getting fired from the job that you said that you wanted. Mm. Your dream job. Am I to understand that correctly? I think you laid it out pretty well, friend. Make it make You are a silly, silly, ugly, funny looking, sharp teeth having bitch. (laughs) You are embarrassing as fuck. (laughs) Like, I'm really trying to wrap my hands around all of this shit. And a bitch like Pooh would not make me mess up my bag for shit in the world. 
Listen. You are the house DJ. You got brought in as the house DJ. You part of the package. If somebody want to have their event there, you automatically booked and busy, bitch. Mm. And it don't matter what event it is. It don't matter if it's an engagement party, a baby shower, a wedding reception, a sports event, a fashion show, a ladies free before 11, all big bitches all night, uh, big niggas, little dicks. It don't matter what the event is. <laughs> if it's an event there, you are the DJ. You ain't even, you not even like most DJs. You didn't even have to go out there and get it. They bringing it to you. Mm. Right, to you. Little Just... Caesars hot and ready shit. Soon as a motherfucker sign a contract and get a deposit, you the DJ. Literally putting a bag in your lap and you just knocked the bag over. Mm. But you did something way worse than fubbled the bag. It's like you boo-booed on the bag. Bitch, it's like you didn't have no toilet paper <laughs> and you reached in the bag and was like, let me wipe my ass with these 20s. <laughs> what kind of goofy bitch are you? I, you know what? I don't expect much from a bitch that look like an anime character. Mm. Father, forgive me. Because for some reason, the way you were talking about re um, resuscitating your career, I, I thought that you would be trying to get to it. But I was wrong. And that's my fault. Mm. That's my fault for being a bitch with ambition and dreams who get to the bag. I thought mm. when bitches talk about having dreams and ambitions of being successful and getting to the bag and actually securing what they needed to to get to the bag, that they would actually get the bag. Silly, silly of me, mm. silly of fucking me to think that you was really trying to have the career you've been whining about since you showed your ass up on the goddamn show looking like a cat and dog. <laughs> she definitely looked part of the freezer force. She act like she missing a chromosome and she look like she missing one. So I'm just going to say, we just go, I'm going to just give you the same conclusion that I gave to Akbar V. The hamster in your wheel is laying on his back eating grapes, bitch. He ain't spinning. <laughs> the hamster in your wheel has checked out. She got a Dionysus hamster. <laughs> that hamster in your wheel got this bitch. He is dead, bitch. You are dead. And then the bitch gonna tell her, gonna tell Pooh, you got me fired. No, bitch, you got your own stupid flunky self fired. You don't need to know a bitch like that to be taking them kind of chances. To be playing them kind of games. And let's be clear, Carly is a messy bitch. It has been messy for many fucking seasons. It has inserted herself in a lot of shit she shouldn't have inserted herself into. However, Carly has never really done anything to warrant what happened at her engagement party. Carly being messy, Carly being nosy, Carly being a bone collector and a bone carrier, uh, it's part of the fucking program. It's dead ass what Mona got her scripted to do now. Mm -hmm. For many moons now. Because, I mean, let's be honest, as messy and trash as Carly is, there's literally trashier motherfuckers on women on this show here. We just talked about one earlier in, in Tommy. Carla might be goddamn messy, but she's not a fucking abuser. So, yeah. I agree. She didn't want... And my thing about... So, you expose, quote-unquote, Carly by be, saying that she messy 
but like, you being messy. So what the? F- My thing is, whatever Carly did in the bedroom with pulling her fucking husband was consensual. You trying to use sex against another woman to to throw mud on her name? That's what I'm saying. That's why a lot of you bozo bitch buckethead ass women can't get along and get a, and get anywhere. Cause mm. sex, you weaponizing sex against another woman. If anybody, bitch, you the one looking funny in the light, because Carly mm-hmm. probably did that foot trick to your husband. Mm. And that's probably why y'all been trying to get her back in y'all bedroom ever since. Mm. You look the fuck crazy. Three adults having consensual sex is not anything to weaponize to expose somebody about. We didn't seen Carly fuck mad niggas throughout the course of this show. Right. And in my and in Pooh's case. Fucking whoop. She is literally 59. <laughs> She's had a lot of in her in her seven seven decades on this fucking planet. And my thing with Pooh is like, and maybe this is just me, but most adults sound like a good time to me, bitch. What's up? Yeah, don't she most okay. Most of most people don't want folks in what goes on in they in the business of their bedroom. So why Pooh is so pressed to, for Carly to be like, "Yes, I licked your ass and your and maybe your husband's ass." I don't know, but it's like, girl, that ain't our fucking business. Because Pooh don't have no reason to be on this show otherwise. Mm. Yeah, that's that that's part. my takeaway from this is that whoever Pooh is really cool with on the show uh, brought her in, and this is her storyline because I literally could care less about Carly's old ass being a freak freak. I honestly expected nothing less when I found out she give foot jobs. Like that's upper echelon freak. So her eating somebody's ass is not nothing. You not. Listen, that's vintage freak. (laughs) Yes. 70s porn freak. Right. Oh shit! Don't take it back. That's Harry Chocha freak. (laughs) 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 Seriously, like girl, Pooh, give it a fucking rest. And also, you are built very fucking awkward. Like Mm. that, lay down on the table, and you got up built like a chromosome. Got up <laughs> looking like the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> Step through concrete, like girl. We don't give a fuck about you and your husband. Y'all is some freaks. Carly was, Carly is, was, gonna always be a freak. But now y'all mad because she not freaking with y'all. Is that mm. what it's not like? Because mm. whatever reason you got to keep around a fucking circle of people talking about Carly fucked you and your husband. Big whoop, bitch. And. Right. Why do we need to know this? Why do you care? No, literally nobody cares. Like she fucked young Jock. Who cares? Literally. She was fucking him when he had the Patty LaBelle swoop. Mm. Like oh. fuck Gladys Knight. You she was fucking young Jock when he looked like Gladys Knight. We do not give a fuck. Oh, midnight train to Georgia face <laughs> Bitch, like, what is wrong? <laughs> Candy, we were right now. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm tired. Like, let's, let's, can we dead this? Because I truly do not care about Pooh. 
I truly now that Shay Mack got fired from her job, she we have no reason to see her back on the show. Like she should be gone, gone. Fucking dumbass. Like what you on your first day, Craig? Yes, what y'all need to fucking do is figure out how to get Jocelyn Hernandez back on this motherfucker. Shouldn't be that difficult because it don't look like Stevie gonna be on here. Hello. Because I'm sure Faith is like, I'm not about that bullshit. Nigga. Yeah, Faith, Faith made here. her one. Faith made her one appearance, and she was like, "Okay, let's back go. to LA. I go right and bring your ass." Mm-hmm. So it's like, give us back, give us some good shit. Shay Mac, terrible decision. Right, you've been gone for eight or four years. Estelita, watching Estelita have meltdowns because of uh, what you call it? Because Stevie married now. And she's still in that contract where he getting thirty percent. Mm-hmm. Mm. Bring back motherfucking uh shooter. Where's shooter at? Bring back his fine uh fine from the neck down but cheating ass. And give me anybody but Pooh and Shay Mac. That's all I'm saying. Hell, I'll even take uh Piglet's baby daddy from last oh, Keely. Bring back, bring back <laughs> Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> bring, yeah, like you said, bring back Blue Da Vinci and Keely. And let's show them arguing over custody. <laughs> Anything but this. Anything but this. Y'all, y'all, you had options, Mona, and you dropped the fucking ball. They must have been the ones willing to take pennies on the fucking dollar. Clearly. Because, oh, yeah, bring Shooter back and 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 force him and uh, Sierra to get back together <laughs> as a part of the storyline. Show them begging and, and sucking and fucking. <laughs> anything but this. Anything but this. Anything but this, Mona bitch. What did you do to us? <laughs> Why did you do that, Sharon? Why did you do that, Sharon? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking bozos. (laughs) Bitch, I feel bullied. I feel bamboozled. (laughs) I feel led astray, bitch. I did not sign up to see Pig, Pooh, and any other of them motherfucking characters. I don't want to see Eeyore. I don't want to see Tigger, bitch. I don't want to see none of them. Bitch, you get me back some people on this show that I know I might at least like to see a fraudulent storyline from because Pooh and Shay Mac is not it. I feel attacked, Mona. Shay Mac just sitting up there with them big ass uh veneers with them uh, she uh she borrowed Joel's veneers while he in jail. Mm. Mm. Shay Mac, I just I, I just flip with no beauty. Uh, let me. You didn't got me so upset, Mona. <laughs> I need a drink. I am. I am disgusted. Well, she looked like, she looked like the Mucinex uh thing. Mm. She looked like the Mucinex uh mucus. She looked like she looked like one of the. She looked like a character in Mortal Kombat that didn't make the cutting room floor. And they just scrapped in, threw away in some data somewhere. What I do know is, fuck you, bitch. And that's all. Fuck you, Pooh. And well, ooh, I know y'all would like to be fucking because you and your husband nasty. <laughs> bitch, eat shit. That's what I got for you. 
And Shay Mac, you too. Y'all going on to the shit buffet and get you a plate. Mm-hmm. Pukel Savage. Get you, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> 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 well, that's all I got for this week, everybody. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Ratchet Ramblings. Don't forget to head on over to our Patreon and subscribe. Patreon.com slash Flawless Noises. $5 gets you in the door. $10 gets you everything you want. Uh, Purchase the merch. Mm-hmm. Uh, please. Okay, because my t-shirt is nice. And um, it is. Um, check out our Flawless Thrones recaps. Check out the Captain Marvel recap. Be ready for the end game review, which we're going to get going in may like curtis said um i don't have anything else y'all have anything else never go full shay mac that's all i got listen, listen. girl you was at work <laughs> at work at work bitch you was on the clock you had punched in <laughs> bitch you had spinned some tunes you had played you had played you had crooned some tunes that wasn't yours and bitch this is what you decided to do goddamn bozo Goddamn fool, bitch, and you got fired, and rightfully so. And hopefully, Carly, Carly, uh, Red's engagement. <laughs> hopefully, Carly's engagement party was free of charge because I wouldn't be paying for a motherfucking thing if you ruined my engagement party like that. Nope, it's on the house. Hmm. Ciao. Oh, and I did appreciate. Um, I wasn't sure if it was Carly, but whoever threw that fool drink in Shay Mac face is what you deserve. Yeah. Uh, I I think that was spice. No, I think that was spice. She she loves fighting other people's battles. Don't she though? Anyway, girl, fuck you. She had to fight the billboard charts. (laughs) She has been. That's why she's talking about black hypocrisy. Right. They've been beating her ass. (laughs) That's what she's doing. They won't let her in the door. But, as Candace said, that is it for this episode. We'll see you guys next week.